Hey, Tello. Hey, Fro. Knock, knock. Who's there? Trump. Trump who? Trump, the new president of uh, America. Mm. On this week's Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk about news from the week, payback results, our favorite song ever tournament, Avril Lavigne, Hello Kitty, Canoe, and The Path, episode 6. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Citizen, I think we did this intro the same t- uh, way uh, ten episodes ago. Uh, it feels like that. Happy thirtieth uh, episode, uh, Luke. Hi, bro. Hi, everybody. Happy yeah, 30th. happy thirtieth episode. I didn't even realize it was thirtieth episode till you just said that to me. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is completely unaware. Trust me, I know. It was twenty nine last time. That means it's thirty this time. That makes sense. That's how math works. So it, it's something about math, yeah. Yep. So tell her, uh, hello. Hey, Fro. Are you? Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Uh, um, happy thirtieth episode. Thank you. Although less of the celebrating on thirtieth things because I've got a big thirtieth coming up this year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is thirty years old this year. <laughs> I know because I stalk her on Facebook. <laughs> and because I tell everybody I meet because nobody believes me. <laughs> I get, no way, you're not that old. But yeah, 30 episodes? Yeah. How's that happened already? I don't know. Like, I uh, literally can remember episode one, and we are on episode 30 already. It doesn't feel like that long ago. Yeah, we're definitely we're over half a year, much much uh, much more over than half a year. So, we're on ah. our way to our year thing. We'll see if we get there. Yeah, should be good. If we were a baby, we'd be doing interesting stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> We've stopped the lying on our backs, just pooping and stuff. You know, we're we're saying things, very there, and we're we're reaching right, for stuff. Right at thirty weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Uh, uh, tell the listeners when you have your thirtieth episode uh, <laughs> birthday. Uh, it's December the eleventh this year. Yeah. Bang on two weeks before Christmas. 
So nobody can ever really afford to come and do anything. And I get lots of Christmas cards with like, Merry Christmas, and then the inside it says Happy New Year and Happy Birthday as well. (laughs) I think I beat you in bad uh, dates to have birthdays. Um, Possibly, when are you? (laughs) 11th of September. (laughs) Oh, my cousin's birthday is that day as well. Unfortunate. Speaking of birthdays, it's uh, Matt. Matthew's birthday today. One yeah, of the right friends of the show. Yep. Oh. Happy birthday, Matthew. Happy He's birthday, Matthew. He's 40 today. The Good work. Four-oh. Good yeah. work for being 40 and still interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, um, I shouldn't say too much. My big brother's uh, he's 40 10 days after my birthday. Well, at least at least he didn't sleep when it was uh, payback this uh, week. Hint, hint, notch, notch, Luke. Right. Um, yeah, I had some problems. Uh, uh, it's called sleep. <laughs> Say that again, sorry. Is it called sleep? <laughs> well, I mean, I love sleep, so that's not really a problem. But this week, uh, on Thursday, after we did the show, my refrigerator stopped working. So, a bunch of my, so I had to do a bunch of stuff to get my refrigerator working. Got it on Monday, but on Sunday I was so pooped from doing stuff uh, around it that I totally missed the pay-per-view. I slept four hours, and those were the four hours when the pay-per-view was on. So my bad. But And you're the one who's in the time zone where it makes sense as well. I know. Like I we, know. we all wait up until like one in the morning waiting for it to start. Oh, my God. Right. You've it's got the luxury. I'm falling asleep. Right. <laughs> So we missed you on Sunday, but uh, it was fun still. Uh, Derek was there uh, as well, so it was fun to. And Grass Dragon was there, so it was yep. fun. We missed yeah, I'm sad you, I missed though. it actually, especially since it sounded like it was a good show. So. Oh my God! Payback was good. Right. Have you seen That's it? Which we will fail. talk about uh, in a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it live though, which is kind no, of, no. It's a, di- oh, yeah. no, it's a whole different animal when you watch it live. So, I got the animal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow, obscure yeah. references that only certain people will get. <laughs> yes, I'm stealing from other shows. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, congratulations with the uh, new president of America, Luke. I don't think that is what happened yet. But <laughs> are you sure? It feels yeah. like that. No. No, we're well, not there it yet. Feels like that. <laughs> we're down I would say we're down to three people and we started out with what? Uh like twenty something? So we're, yeah, we're well, we've narrowed it down pretty good here. Uh, but look what it's narrowed down to. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the issue. Yeah, there's one problem. out of three good candidates, yeah. That's true. I would not say uh, it's equal on all sides, but uh, le- let's talk about that. Uh, what happened uh, this week in Indiana? Yep, so we had a primary for the Democrats and the Republicans this week. Uh, Sanders won on the Democratic side with 53%. Yay! So not a win, but uh, big for him because he was down nine points, percentage points, in the polls going into this, and he ended up winning... Um, by six, 
So nobody that, saw it coming, oh, and it's good for his campaign. So oh, let me guess something. That means that it's going to be really good on the Republican side as well, doesn't it? <laughs> Welcome to the no, dark side. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but surprisingly, Trump also won with fifty-three percent. But oh. Trump had two candidates he was going against. So. 53% is a bit more impressive on that side uh, as far as numbers go. So Cruz that's... got 37%. Uh, I'll go through the. Let me do the delegates real quick so we can get the math stuff out of the way. Clinton's at uh, 1,682. Sanders is at 1,361. That's out of 2,383. Uh, Trump is at 1,047. Uh, Cruz is at 565. Kasich at 153, but uh, Fro, do you want to say why those last two don't matter? Yeah, why, why, why isn't that interesting? Hmm, could it be because of they fucking got out of the running? Yeah, Kasich and uh, Cruz is going out. First, Cruz went out yesterday. Like right after the announcement of of the results in Indiana, he was he he was out. Yeah. And there's rumors that Kasich is going out today. Uh, yeah, uh, he's got a he canceled all of his events coming up and yep. he's making a speech to the press tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern. So that probably means he's dropping out. I would I would imagine. I so Trump and, and not only that, the RNC, the Republican National Committee has Last night had already announced Trump as the candidate for the RNC. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, Trump is yeah. our our Republican candidate at this point. Uh, we assume so. We're just down to uh, the race between Clinton and Sanders, and uh, Clinton had pretty much stopped. Uh, campaigning this week. She didn't go to Indiana. She wasn't in Indiana during the election. She didn't do any speeches this week at all. So she's kind of stopped uh, going against Sanders because she kind of just thinks she's going to win. But we will see what happens, I guess. Uh, If it goes to a contested convention. Yeah, I mean, he won this one, so it's good. And if he does well in California, he's going to do well here in Oregon. I got my ballot this week, so I'm going to be voting. Uh, Let me guess who you're voting for. You're voting for Trump, right? (laughs) No. No. This is a closed election, actually. I couldn't vote for Trump even if I wanted to. I wanted to... uh, uh, I I had to change my status because I was uh, set as independent. So to vote for Bernie, I had to switch over to the Democratic Party. Right. Well... I hope there's intelligent life on other planets because right now it doesn't look like it's there. <laughs> well, they're finding lots and lots of new things, aren't they? You never know. There's big oh. seas in the middle of moons and stuff. There's bound to be something more intelligent. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, at least in America. You mean, you mean, you mean more intelligent like a weasel? Because yes. weasels are the new terrorists, uh, I've I've heard about this with their weaselly ways. <laughs> what what did the weasel do this week? By the sounds of it, it fried itself on some electrical wires it chewed <laughs> through them with the uh, 
that were attached to the Large Hadron Collider. So which, probably uh, some pretty big electrical wires too. Yeah, apparently it, it didn't survive. Poor, poor thing. <laughs> they didn't say about the state of it, but I'm pretty sure it was barbecued. Maybe it was a Muslim trying to <laughs> trying to stop progress of technology. Jihadi weasel. <laughs> Just imagine him. It is funny that like this is like I. W- most people would consider this maybe the most complex, like, advanced piece of technology in the world. Maybe. Yeah. It's up it's there. It's a big deal. Uh, and it's and taken weasel. down by a little tiny <laughs> weasel. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a kind of a... Uh, tells you a lot about how, where we are in society and stuff, really. Yeah, well, it's been taken down by a bird before as well, hasn't it? Oh, right, yeah, I read that. Yeah. It's like a bird... I don't know if it flew into a air vent system or something. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, listen to this tra- transition from 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 one from one animal to another animal, but in a human way. Tell us about the man in the hedgehog's costume, Luke. Did you see the transition there? Right. You like how I put those two <laughs> stories right next to each other on the sheet? Yeah. I yep. thought that would be good. Yeah, because they're both animals. Yeah, because uh, we got the animal. <laughs> so I guess a guy in a head—it's like a onesie, right? You've seen these online, or like, yeah, I don't know. Where have you seen these kind of things before? Uh, festivals on babies, oh, mostly. <laughs> in furries conventions. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, because I this go guy apparently went to a time, you know. TV station in Baltimore, and he had a a thumb drive, and he said that he needed them to play what was on the thumb drive on TV because it was super important information that needed to get out to people. And then he said he had a bomb, and he showed it to them under this hedgehog onesie. And I guess uh, it was a standoff, and he ended up getting shot. He wasn't killed. But he was shot by a sniper, and, and it and turned out that the bomb was made yeah. of uh, chocolate made bars. Of... <laughs> yes, thank the best you. kind of bomb. Oh, chocolate bomb. But didn't he wasn't able to get first aid straight away after they shot him because of the device? Because he had a trigger or something, didn't he? He had some kind of detonator, so they couldn't give him immediate first aid. He had to sort of deal with himself for a little bit. <laughs> Well, yeah, because they probably thought it was a bomb still, so who, yeah. they don't know. Right. Well, you'd want to check. You'd, you yeah. Know. <laughs> and, and, of course, he's, he he was Willy Wonka. The terrorist was Willy Wonka. He's <laughs> 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 from Maryland. That's where cookies come from. Yeah, Maryland cookies. Oh, yeah. I want to see what's on this thumb drive now. That, that They say it's just him kind of ranting. There's, like, in front of a, a camera. So I want to see what's on this. The videos on the thumb drive. I'm sure yeah. we'll never will, but I I would like to. Do you know uh, what I think it's on that thumb drive? What? I think it's uh, the president's uh, unused jokes on the uh, White House correspondence. White House correspondence, correspondence dinner. dinner. Right. Yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. You almost got it. <laughs> almost did it. Almost. Uh, did you know that uh, your president is fucking hilarious when he wants to? Well, at least when people write jokes for him. Yeah. He... yeah. 
But uh, can you talk me a little about his uh, opening act? Oh, I didn't watch the opening act. I only yeah, watched the, but him. But who's the opening act? Oh, I don't know this guy. Larry uh, Wilmore or something? What was his last yeah. name? He made actually some funny jokes about uh, the president, but uh, uh, he was kind of uh, racy. Uh, he's black himself, and he, he said it was Negro night at the White House con- con- uh, conspiracy dinner. So he made jokes like that. Not really appropriate, to be fair. <laughs> Not really. I mean, this is kind of, it's not really like a, a White House dinner that you would think of. It's like a roast, pretty much. So right. It is, uh, kind, it is somewhat. Uh, but still use the word Negro in, in the intro. I'm not sure. But yeah, the president was kind of funny. And, and he made a, a funny video of what he's going to do when he quits the, being president and and uh, he made a pipe bomb at the end. That was funny. But uh, yeah, and he made really funny jokes about Donald Trump, <laughs> and even even some funny jokes about Hillary and Bernie Sanders. Right, and Bernie was the only one that was actually there to make jokes about. But yeah, uh, that's kind of how a roast is supposed to work. They're supposed to be there, and you're supposed to kind of whatever. I guess it's not really a roast, but it kind of turns out like that. Right. Know? I mean, he was roasting people in the crowd and stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it just happened that Hillary and uh, Donald were not in the crowd at that at the time. Right. I didn't really appreciate him saying. He basically said Hillary is going to be the next president in this. Yeah. So I, did. I didn't really appreciate that because he hasn't really come out and um, <laughs> endorsed one candidate no. or or another. But no. I guess that kind of was it right there, wasn't it? Kind of yeah. in a backhanded way, though. So more or less, more or less, he endorsed him, uh, Hillary. But uh, I, I, I find it funny. I find it funny when when he's trying to be uh, a little funny. I know that that the jokes are written for him, but I still find find it funny. You still have to be able to deliver them, don't you? Oh yeah, he does. Uh, anybody he, can just good... read out a joke. If you have ever seen the conspiracy, uh, 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 can you please say the word for me? Correspondence. Correspondence. Dinner for Bush. Oh my gosh. Some of those jokes. Ooh. I honestly have never seen one of these before. And it's, really? I, I knew they existed. I knew it existed, but I've always kind of looked at it as a, just a big um, look at us. We're all in, a, in, in it together. It's like the it's the politicians getting together with the press and going, yep, we're all working together. <laughs> That's really not how it's supposed to work, though, right? <laughs> I, I, you think I, about it. I like it, and you should really see the, uh, I think it's four or six with Bush. Eight. Eight right. Bush, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, because it's one each year, and he said eight years, and uh, the Bush ones are some of the funniest, actually. Uh, yeah, maybe I've seen stuff from it, though. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Um, uh, but uh, can you please tell me why uh, Britain's Royal College uh, endorsed vaping, Dylan? 
Um, well, there's quite a few reasons, really. Um, they've been doing studies and things, kind of proving what I'd sort of assumed, that by vaping to get your nicotine, it is less harmful than smoking to get your nicotine, because there's no smoke involved. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not <laughs> well, everybody's so... Everybody's so big on, oh, we don't know what the dangers are, we don't know what the dangers are, we don't know what the dangers are. But they've been developed for a reason. Right. And, yeah, obviously it's better to just don't smoke anything. But if right. you're going to, if you want some nicotine, you're better off with a vape pen or whatever. Well, they're all different devices and different versions of vape pens, aren't they? Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's the one thing that could be regulated uh, it's probably like what's in these different uh, liquids they use for va- vaporizers and things like who knows what's in that crap. So yeah. uh, that is one thing that could definitely be a problem. But overall, the concept is probably better. Yeah. Yeah. And people are worrying that they're um, sort of encouraging children into smoking. And I have seen I've got to admit, I have seen sort of 13, 14 year olds hanging around at the gates of school with vape pens but they were the same 13 14 year olds that would be hanging around at the school gates with cigarettes it's not so, like cigarette companies haven't done it i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and you know they are they're fruity and things but they're i'd prefer to sit when i sit in the pub and there's people with their fruity vape pens i prefer to have that around me than smoke because when you could smoke in pubs that was gross. i agree I agree, and my father vapes, and uh, it doesn't smell anything. It's ludicrous. I, I, uh, vaping helped me quit smoking, and uh, it's helping me quit down a lot. Good. Yeah, good I've heard that from a number of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because especially like, because I normally I smoke more if I'm out in a pub or a bar and I'm drinking. Right. Then you know you're drinking loads, you want to have a fag, but with this especially with it being so sorry it's a cigarette i shouldn't say i want to have a fag really should i um but yeah instead especially like if it's raining or whatever and people are in and out all the time you just sit and have your vape pen i'm so have a little vape i'm so extremely childish when it comes to that word yeah i was thinking i was like wow froze six (laughs) (laughs) yeah because well we don't call gay people fags really Good so, for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. So there's no there's no connotation really from my side. We just all of us smoke fags. <laughs> mm. uh, I can't remember what I'm doing next. Look. Well, that's why we have a run sheet. But uh, <laughs> you're doing Fro tells the truth, I guess, because we don't have Tron here this week. Yeah, but uh, I can't. He must be busy. I can't remember what's it it's about sea hero quest <laughs> yeah but what is that game against i can't remember uh oh dementia oh good <laughs> oh my gosh i really tried i tried i really tried to like <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so, um, <laughs> listeners, I want you to go seaheroquest.com. That's seaheroquest in one word.com. 
and it's the first mobile go- uh, game that anyone can help scientists fight dementia. And I'm not kidding. As everyone knows, dementia is a growing health uh, thing. And there's a new case in the world every third second. To help scientists working towards finding a cure, they created a Sea Hero Quest, a mobile uh, game with a difference. And uh, people spent three billion hours each week gaming. Imagine that you can achieve something if it was uh, devoted to gaming for something good. Two minutes in this game equals five hours of data that a scientist like okay so by playing sea hero quest for two minutes you generate the same amount of data that scientists would take five hours to collect in similar lab based research and this game is free just uh, how 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 what (laughs) yeah how are you generating the data are you I, I'm, I'm doing whatever with the data. Yeah, I'm getting into it. So Deutsche Telekom uh, believes that a life is for sharing. Dementia destroys your memories, so uh, they no longer can share be shared with the uh, one that you love. That's why they worked with partners to create uh, a game that would help scientists fight dementia. Uh, and and th- this is uh, this is so. So weird, and uh, there's a lot of like uh, information on this page, but I'm I'm reading it out, out loud, as well as navigating the icy Arctic rivers and the glorious golden shores. You also navigate your way around here to see how uh, game developers glitches together with University College London, University of East Angela, and Alzheimer Research came together to bring Sea Hero Quest to life. The game is made up by three main tasks. Ma- navigating mazes, shooting flares to test players' orientation, and chasing creatures to capture photos of them. From penguins to ma- mammoths hidden in the ice, every element of the game was carefully crafted to be fun and exciting, as it's scientifically valid. Um, so it's uh, a game uh, that was uh, uh, is free. Uh, please go into this web page. I'm going to say it again: seaheroquest.com. Seaheroquest.com, and you or you can search for Sea Hero Quest on on your uh, iPhone, uh, tablet-wise, or, or, of course, also uh, Google uh, Play. And it's free to play, and each uh, two minutes you sit down and play this, you help uh, um, uh, scientists with five hours of of uh, what would be uh, their work. So please uh, game with the difference. So. Cool. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, isn't that incredible? It really is. Yeah. 
there's a lot of videos you can you can see how 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 they made this there there's a fact here i will not go into it but you can go to it uh, yourself and 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 look into the facts and, and how 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 they did to to do to support this and uh, I actually saw this in a, in a uh, PewDiePie, PewDiePie video. I I uh, uh, oh. I know <laughs> I know, but uh, he's that's officially your five minutes after you spit say PewDiePie right there. That <laughs> he donates as well like fifty thousand uh, dollars and so he also like helped people finding this game. I think that fifty thousand dollars went into their web page, but that's fine. Uh, but he he he's going to donate to this course, so. Right, I'm just saying their web page is massive. Yeah. Everybody go there. It's. Yeah. I have to update my browser on my phone before it will let me. <laughs> yeah. I just tried. He's yeah. Like, no. But it, you can search for Sea Hero Quest on 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 every device as well. It's a free game. Please please do it. Okay. Sorry. That was my five minutes of something. Hey, hello, kitty, kitty. <laughs> saying that, I've got a bluebell. Bluebell, say hello. I don't know if you can hear her purring. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's bluebell. <laughs> she so, liked Hello Kitty. She did. I can. Yeah, because she's a cat and she has no idea on anything. <laughs> so, Hello Kitty by Canadian singer songwriter. I'm not sure I feel I can call her singer-songwriter, but uh, I like I like her. I'm not going to spe- speak bad about her. Relax, but uh, I'm going to call, uh, talk a lot about this song. But I have something I want you to read, Luke. Okay? Right. Uh, you could probably call her a singer, but I don't know if you call her a songwriter, because most of her songs are written by, like, ten people. But Yeah. I would uh, totally agree with that, and uh, there, there's, there's. Uh, 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 you said to me that you didn't find the song racist, but uh, uh, the video. The music video is racist. Yeah. yeah. Last week you told me that the song was racist, but the music meant, video is. I meant the music racist. video. Yeah. Right. Because the, uh, I wouldn't say the. Uh, uh, the video, no, the which kind of itself is, it, is it made me come come up with a kind of thing uh, about this contest. I don't know that the music video being racist goes towards your score of the song. I still think the song is a bit, maybe a little bit uh, towards like her, the middle where she's doing the little talking and stuff and like that. The, she does it at the beginning as well. Yeah. But I don't know if that's inherently as as much as as the music video is is inherently racist. So. But uh, can you read the the beginning of what I sent you? Oh my gosh, you have to send Just... me like a, a giant block of text to read. <laughs> this is huge. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just the beginning. I'm not reading it off of Skype, so I got to put it somewhere else before I can read it cuz this would take forever. Just the beginning. Why? Just what? Okay. Uh, the the video was heavily derived by critics Jason Lipschutz as Billboard of Billboard panned it as even more ab- aberrant than the song, 
What is this talking about? Like, oh. it, it's talking about uh, the music video. Okay. There's no context to this. All right. No, right. <clears throat> it's even more abhorrent than the song. While acknowledging uh, that the album's previous videos were ex- excellent, yeah. he pointed out that the Hello Kitty video tries to do nothing. Its laziness is demonstrated in the first 21 seconds. <laughs> That is not easy to read off of Skype. Every time I scroll down, I lose my place. Yeah. During which, uh, which uh, Levian holds a plush stack of cupcakes, shakes her hips and stares at the cupcakes, bounces her shoulders, and then, when she sings the line, someone chuck a cupcake at me, tosses the cake at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Her lip movement. Yep, that match. happens. Yeah, it's music and, video. And, yep. and her lip movement not matching up to the backtrack. What? But again, I'm gonna say this ever. for the contest, bro. Okay. This is not the worst music video contest. This is the worst song contest. But, but, so I don't know if that even counts. Okay. Any of this counts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But did you like the song? Uh, should I go first? Um, I thought it was terrible. And I can't believe they use some kind of uh, what, drum and bass EDM music in the middle of it, kind of randomly, just for no reason. And then she's speaking Japanese at one point, just randomly for no reason. And then it has its horrible sexual undertones that don't really mean anything. They're just there just to make it kind of uh, uh, edgy, I guess. So it's bad uh, all in all. Uh, I gave it a, a seven five. I'm so that's pretty up there. Yeah, I'm I'm happy about seven five. It's <laughs> uh, it's it, it is a, a ginger as J pop and EDM. I am not sure if it's either J pop or EDM. It was definitely not J pop. I didn't get that at all. No, okay. me neither. Uh, okay, Tilly. Yeah. Uh... It's bad. Thanks. It's just but I remember it coming out, because I did. I've always liked Avril Lavigne. Uh, not to the point where I own her albums or anything, but, you know, like the songs that she's released. And when this yeah. came out, it just it kind of turned your stomach a bit. Because the bad Japanese in the really, really bad American accent speaking mean, Japanese. Me? I'm not Japanese. I can't speak <laughs> Japanese, but me? you can tell that she's very American. Minisaku arigato, kawaii, kawaii. I didn't even think, I don't think that was her. I think they just put somebody in there, put some filters on it, and it's her mouthing it in the music video, but I don't think that's actually her talking in the song, so who knows, though. Well, they should have got somebody Japanese to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was horrific. Thank you so much for making me listen to it and watch the horrific video. Um, I think it, for all of the racist things that I could see in it and hear in it and the whole, like, let's play spin the bottle and all that bollocks. <laughs> uh, eight. Eight, okay. Eight out of ten for horrible. We were pretty uh, close together. I'm happy about that. I think uh, we've pretty much agreed on it. It's really, but it's not the worst thing in the world. But no. it, it was bad. 
but uh, look, do you know what that means? Uh, what's the score I end up uh, in after three rounds? Oh, I have no idea. I'd have to look it up. Uh, I figured we will cover that all when we get done with everybody. I yeah, because, the because there's two. Uh, there's only two rounds left. Yep. So we'll do it after those two rounds because okay. it would take me 15 minutes to find that. Okay. Uh, that means it's Tilly this week that's uh, uh, giving us uh, her best uh, song or bad song or whatever. Kawaii. Wow. I might have to be thinking about this till the end of this podcast. Okay. I will give I you... I didn't realise it was my turn. It is your turn. <gasps> I'm sure I could find bad music. Yeah. Have you seen anything on TV this week? I've seen quite a bit, to be fair. Me too. I was, uh, I was awake. I've been... The past two nights I've had insomnia, so I've just ended up watching documentaries on the BBC iPlayer. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting and... here with 38... Point seven degrees in uh, fever, so I'm I'm sick. So I've yeah. been I've been awake for fourteen hours and uh, counting. So yeah, oh, boo. Hopefully you can get some sleep though. Right? <laughs> Soon you'll you'll burn out at some point and you yep. have to just sunk. But if you're bored and want more things to watch, uh, David Attenborough has met Barack Obama. Yeah, but Barack Obama is actually. Um, interviewing David Attenborough rather yes. than the other way around. Yes. I loved that. I loved obviously it loved as well. David Attenborough anyway. Yep. Um, so there's loads of, all of Stacey Dooley's um, documentaries have now come up on the BBC iPlayer. Mm-hmm. So there's pretty much everything she's done throughout her whole career, as short as it's been, she's done loads. And Witless, a new BBC comedy. Huh? I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, what, what's it's it called? It's basically... Witless. Oh, witless. Okay. Yeah, as in like scared witless. Yeah. But also rhymes with witness. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So kind of close to my heart now. Okay. They these two girls are they were flatmates. They one girl tells the other one that she's moving out, and at that moment, pretty much, they witness somebody being shot, and have to go into witness protection because they're a key witness in this thing, and it's hilarious. Okay. It really, I think there's only two or three episodes so far, but yeah, I've had to watch them a couple of times already because they just make me giggle. Uh, you're not allowed to help Luke. Luke? What? Do you know who Cat Dealey is? No. If you had to guess with a name as Cat Dealey, do you know who this is, uh, Tilly? Yeah. Good. Uh, uh, um, she's British, by the way. Hint, hint. Uh, okay. What, uh, what a girl named Cat Dealey would do in a reality show? What reality show do you think she would be the host of? Okay, and it's this is a reality show that I already know of. Uh, do you think you have heard of the reality show, Talia? That probably means no. Um... I'm not sure what reality show she's doing at the minute. Okay. Not at the minute. So minute. I would say she oh. is uh, she has dealing done... with cats. No, she's <laughs> done 15 seasons of something. 15 seasons. That was my guess. Oh, that was your guess. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
have you heard of a little reality show called uh, Give Me My Help uh, Tele? Uh, called what? The dancing one. Oh, Strictly. Or Dancing with the Stars. Dance? No, she's not on Strictly. She's not on Dancing with the Stars. She's on... On... Uh, she's on... <laughs> So you can think you can dance. She is. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, never seen it. You never seen it? So you think you I've can never dance? seen an episode either. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but I'm not shocked by you, by the way. You don't watch any. Uh, but I'm, I'm shocked by, by, by Tilly not seeing a single episode of So You Think You Can Dance. Really? No, it's never. It pops up on certain websites and things, but it doesn't. Interesting. I don't think I've ever. What is it? What happens? What's the game show? I'm guessing they dance. Oh yeah. <laughs> is it? Are they going on? Is it like a X Factor? Yes. Somebody's got talent kind of thing where they go and they go. Oh my god, I'm really, really good. Look at me dancing. Yes. And then they say yes or no. Yes. Okay. But, That's probably why I've not watched it. But she is in hilarious new fun comedy show I found this week called Deadbeat. Have you ever oh, heard, heard of this? Have nope. You? Oh, I, I was like, have you really heard about this? It's a Hulu <laughs> show and it stars Tyler Labine. You, if you Google image search uh, his face, you see him. Tyler Labine. I'm pretty sure you've seen him. Let's have a look. Yeah, do that. Because <laughs> uh, there's three seasons out. And look, you're mm-hmm. going to fucking love that show. Alright, we'll check it out. I promise you, if you don't like that show, I will... I will uh, review the show that you were thinking of doing. <laughs> I'm so sure that you will like this because it's uh, really it's it is uh, it follows uh, Kevin Polo, uh, a medium for hire, who attempts to solve various like ghosts on uh, resolved problems, and that sounds boring as hell. It sounds like uh, the Ghost Whisperer, but it isn't the Ghost Whisperer, and it's fucking hilarious. I found pictures of Tyler Labine. I've seen his face. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he looks like Kevin Owens mixed with somebody else that I can't think. <laughs> Kevin Owens mixed with Andy from Parks and Recreations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good actor as well. He's really good, and uh, yeah, Cat Dealey has a role in that and and uh, i i like her acting it's kind of funny but uh, yeah, i've seen this wasn't this guy that he played in a show where he was like the dead friend and his friend uh no he played he was like a ghost that followed his friend around oh yeah he, i've seen this guy as well yeah he played in reaper there yeah that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. uh I, yeah this uh th- oh was that it for you fro sorry yeah uh, the, uh, I I've seen that uh, show. This week I've only seen that uh, only uh, almost. Yeah. Cool. I know where I know him from. 
Where? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. It's, it's a film I've actually seen. Yeah. It's <laughs> glorious in, in that. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, look, what have you seen this week? Uh, I finished Full House this week, actually. Uh, yep. I uh, got to the <laughs> end, and there's a two-parter at the end where Michelle gets amnesia. It's the creepiest episode of that show ever. Well, the two parts of it are. Uh, yeah. And it br- that breaks the fourth wall all the time because she can't remember why her family is so weird. And they keep pointing out why this family is so weird in the TV show uh, by and breaking the fourth wall. Kind of interesting. Uh, so I started watching Fuller House. I've watched. I just wanted to see what the first couple episodes were like. Uh, I've only watched like three episodes. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. But um, eh, not a bad spinoff. But there was a lot of pandering nostalgia in the first episode that I didn't so like. Much pandering. Right, okay, so you've seen some of it, bro? I've seen that, yes. Oh, okay. I'm not happy that I've seen it, but I had to see it. If I didn't rewatch this, I don't think I would have gotten most of the jokes in the first episode. They would have gone right over my head, because there are a lot of inside stuff that you would have to have watched every episode of the original. But you have to remember, I saw every single episode of Love when I was six. Uh, Yeah, me too, but I don't... I don't think I really paid that much attention to it when I was six, because a lot of the jokes I wouldn't have gotten if I wouldn't have rewatched it. That's what I was saying. Okay. So I don't care. Uh, and then I also started. Uh, what? Say that no. again. No, I don't care, and I'm not going to watch it. I thought you just said you did watch it. Uh, again, I'm not going to watch. Oh it. right. Just. To, to... Well, if you've already watched Fuller House, there's no point, right? Yeah. So, uh, um, and then I was watching it, and I was kind of like, this show. The original uh, Full House, have you ever thought about it? It's kind of like if Greg Brady before the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Uh, if, if there was like a prequel to the Brady Bunch. Yeah. So I started watching the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch is a good show. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's old and uh, like kind of bad. The yeah. acting's bad. But the acting is actually better than Full House. I'll oh, say yeah. that. Oh, so. yeah. And that's what I watched this week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you and me and Tilly could make a better show than that fucking show. Yeah, I mean, the acting is so horrible in that show. Yeah. Every, everybody, not just the children, so. Yeah, we're talking about Full House. Not... Correct. Yeah. yeah. Not the Waltons. Not the Waltons, no. Well, why say the Waltons, the Bradys? <laughs> the Waltons yeah. is a whole different story. Yeah, that's... <laughs> completely different series. <laughs> um, so, uh, talking about songs and singing and things like that, we are going to find out once for all what is the best song ever. According to Luke. According to us. <laughs> according to Luke <laughs> Kilgen Pro TM. Yeah. Or at least our favorite one. Uh, I kind of just, I, through the week I was trying to think about it, and then at one point I was like, there's so many songs, I'm just going to sit down and write down the four songs yeah. that I think of, and that's going to be it. Because it's just, it was pretty hard to pick four songs. So. Yeah. It's... Yeah, you don't realize how many songs you sort of love and go to all yeah. the time. You know, you have your go-to things. There's, there's just so many. 
Uh, I see that, uh, like, after I picked my four, I see that I all, all, all I picked is ballads, <laughs> almost. <laughs> that, that was kind of interesting. It yeah, was I'm... a bit of a shift going from yours to Luke's, because <laughs> I started off with Cleveland Lounge. Yeah. Right. They're all kind of, they're all a little bit depressing, though, at least me and Froze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a few of Tilly's as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk about Evanescence. Bring me back to life. Wasn't that the one I chose? <laughs> Bring me to life, yeah. Bring me to life. Sorry. No, my immortal was the one that you had. Yeah, my immortal. Yeah, my okay. immortal. Right. Yeah. I, I have problems picking between those two because both are really good. Uh, right, my, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that is a depressing song. <laughs> Du- I don't know. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's right, yeah. beautiful. She, she's, she's such a good singer. Oh, uh, she is. And yeah. I'm so glad that they're back on tour again. Yeah. Their uh, self-titled album, uh, Evanescence, sucks. Don't give it a balls. But uh, the two albums before that was really good. Fall and... Oh, why can't I? Clearly. Fall and something else. Uh, fall <laughs> the best album. Uh, but yeah, bring me back to life. Bring me back. Was to not the one you chose. Uh, it's a really good song, but yeah. Yeah. It... <laughs> but but my, my... this song, you want to talk about this song a little oh, bit? Why? <laughs> Do I ever want to talk about this song? I, I really don't want to. Uh, can you sing some from it, Luke? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> because it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's a good song. Yeah. What, what do you want me to say about it? It's one of my favorite Evanescent songs. All right, let's move on to the vote. <laughs> but the second one is Nirvana. Who Who had Nirvana? Me, right. Yeah. Tell me about uh, and what? Right. Uh, sorry. Did you say something? No. Tell me about the song. Right. Nirvana Something in the Way, which was the last uh, <sighs> song off their first album, I guess. Uh, Good song. This song, uh, a lot of people don't know, but he he had to, to get the vocals the way that they are in the song. He just sat down with a guy with a recorder in an office and recorded the vocals separate to the rest of the track so they could get this kind of haunting sound from it. So uh, mm. it's not only done an amazing song, it's also one of those things where the background of it is really cool as also, the story of it. So. And I love Nirvana. Their first album, uh, Off the Deep End, is one of my favorite albums. Is it called Off right. the Deep End? They were even, like, the live... Never mind. Never mind, yeah. I was like, off the deep end is the, is, 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 uh, uh, the Weird Al Junkwitch, uh... Oh, right. <laughs> but they both have kind of a similar, uh, <laughs> yes. CD cover. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's why I, I thought of that. Yeah, sorry. But yeah. Uh, I, I love that song, and I... Uh, talking about people we lost too soon. R.E.P. Kurt Cobain. 
Oof. Right, but sometimes I think it's better to go out on top. <laughs> yep. Sometimes. Well, you never, I mean, you never know, so. Especially all things considered. Yeah, well, but when you're killed by your wife, uh, Kurtin Love, yes, Kurtin Love, <laughs> Kurt Cobain, you heard it here, Fro said it, I believe she killed Kurt Cobain. We're going to have to do that as an actual topic for the show we someday, since we talk about it so much. We have to. But yeah, let's vote. I vote Evanescence. And I vote Nirvana, so... I think we're going to see a lot of this throughout the first couple. Yeah. So. I'm going to have to go, although love Nirvana, love the album Nevermind, I, this isn't one of my favourite songs off the album. I like the lines that, it's okay to fish, because they don't have any feelings. But, but it, it has to be Evanescence, because I can't, that song... You made me listen to that song and then I ended up listening to loads of Evanescence and singing really loud. Right. Probably yeah. really annoying my neighbours. So it has to be Evanescence. Yeah. Uh, next is Set Sentry. Who had that? Oh, that was me. Um, and it's called Simple Plan uh, off of his first album again. And it's kind of a song about how life is basically a simple game. So, uh, and it's just, it's a rap song from Australia and it's good. So everybody go check it out, I guess. I was going to ask whether they're Australian or New Zealand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I sat there, I was listening and it's like, that's almost an English accent. Yeah. You know, like certain words you can tell there's no Americanism in it. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not English. What? <gasps> right. But, and it, it says century. The last one, last name is with an S instead of a C. So. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, my pick is Damon Rice from the album O, and I. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, are you laughing? Just no, from the album O. Oh, it's called O. There's only one O though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's backwards, but okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, which, which I, I can't remember which song I picked. So you have to remind me. The one that everybody has at their wedding. <laughs> and that everybody sings on karaoke really yeah, badly. It's, it's from some movie because Shit. I, the music video I watched had the movie in was it. it with Shared. Julia Roberts. Where, was it Cher Starling? I wish you would have written this down, but, uh, let me see if I can find where it is. Uh, the, the problem with Damon Rice's O album is that there's not one single fucking bad song on it. It's the, one of the best albums of of my entire life. Like, I love that album. It's called The Blower's Daughter, apparently. Blower's Daughter, yeah. Blower's Daughter, yeah. It's beautiful and it's really weird. It's the... And so it is. Yeah. One in it, where everything's. And so it is. Da, 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 da. I was honestly not a huge fan of this song. It was good, but I didn't think it was the greatest male vocalist song I've ever heard. Yeah, so. but it's it's not about the vocal. It's about the lyrics in this song. All right, maybe I just didn't connect with it there. I just yeah. I cry almost every time I hear that. But yeah. I'm picking Damon Rice. What are you picking, Luke? I'm going to Sentry. Ah, tell it. 
Another Tilly's got another one. <laughs> yeah, I've got another decider. I like yeah. this. Um, I actually loved Seth Sentry. Oh. I'd never heard of them before, and they reminded me of Jurassic Five and the Cotton Mouth Kings and stuff like that. Yeah. It's 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 got to be them. No offense, Damien Rice, you've served many many weddings and karaoke <laughs> singers well, but I have heard that song murdered so many times. I can't listen to the real version anymore. <laughs> it's just horrible. So yeah, Sarah Sentry with was it Simple Plan? Simple, Simple game. game. Simple game. Yeah. Simple Plan's abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh um, okay, sorry. Uh, then we have Mars Volta. That was whose pick? That was mine. With Televators. I love that song. It's this is one of those songs that I'm not a huge Mars Volta fan. I've no. not really heard much. But this song yeah. is just fantastic the acoustic guitar going through it the i love his voice yeah i don't know what it is about his voice he just has this amazingly unique voice not unique like he sounds like a cat being thrown around like (laughs) actual nice i i i this is my i will go so far to say that i think mars volta is overrated but this song is (laughs) yeah yeah because I don't really, it was somebody that I was with when I was like 19 first showed me this song and it was the only song that I'd heard by them and I've not really heard much by them or really of them. Right. But this song is the one that if I'm going to have a nice relaxing bath, I'll put this song on yeah. and just chill out and sort of sing along a little bit. It's do you, nice. Do you like uh, uh, Bella and Sebastian? Have you heard about uh, them? No. You should check out if you like that song by Mars Volta. I think you would like Bella and Sebastian. Bella and Sebastian. Yeah, no, Bell and Sebastian. Bella, oh, Bell. Bella, okay. Bell and, and Sebastian. Yeah. I think it's called. Uh, okay. Sonic. Sonic like Bomb. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonic Bomb Six. That is Luke's. Nope. That's mine. Oh, that's <laughs> you yours. would think it would be mine though. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of this song, so yeah. there you go. That was, yeah, this is another. We're doing two of mine against each other. That's yeah. That's <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's happened in every single one. Uh, uh-huh. Just happens that you're the only one that got it this time. So. No. Yeah. Right. Well, this Sonic Boom Six song, I'd um, I've seen them. I think I'd only seen them once when this song, or before this song came out, and I hadn't heard uh, anything from them for ages. Then all of a sudden, listening to Kerrang Radio, and this song came on. And I just instantly loved it, instantly buzzed off it. It's nice and cheery, and it's basically the story of us British people living here that are more than happy to integrate and be multicultured. And as long as everybody's respecting each other, it really doesn't matter. You know, like having chips and samosas is one of the lines, getting on together like chips and samosas. Very English thing, very Indian thing. Um and reggae posters in Polish grocers, <laughs> just sort of showing that we are we're the, we're the kids of the multiculture, and we all we're all willing to stand up and fight for everybody to have the right to do what they want to do as long as they're not hurting anybody else or trying You've to force anybody right else to. to fight yeah. To party. <laughs> like the sirens, Nina, Nina. Yeah. I like that bit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, yeah. 
I think those. I think you weren't last, Helen, because look, what did you pick? Yeah, I think it makes sense she goes last. Uh, I picked Sonic Bomb Six. And I picked Mars Volta, so I'm making it. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Heck. Oh no. Sorry for that. Yeah. I mean, there's always a chance in in these brackets that eventually you're gonna have to pick between one of your two shows. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So I'll. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to. Oh, this is really hard. Because <laughs> Sonic Boom Six, I've seen them so many times, and they are fantastic, and they're amazing people, oh. and. Yeah, that has the message. That one. Sonic Boom 6. Sonic for. Boom 6. Put them through. Boom! 6. Uh-huh. Yeah! SB6! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Avenged Sevenfold. Who was that? That was me. Again. What is it? Yep. This, um, I believe I put in a little piece of heaven. You did. I'm quite interested to uh, hear what your guys' take. Did you watch the video? Yes. The video yep. was fucking strange. <laughs> uh, do you want to try and sort of describe what what you got from it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. It's the story of a man who, before his girlfriend gets the chance to leave him or do the dirty on him or anything, he murders her and uses her body for rude things. Yep. Basically, and then her soul comes back from the grave and murders him. Yep. And then they're together in their sort of otherworldly. Yeah, you kind of call it like a story song, like yeah, yeah. It's like a Tim Burton Corpse Bride type. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, uh, Nick uh, Nick Cave. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It, the cave my big, when I first heard it, <laughs> when I first heard it, I just thought of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And sort of started doing very silly dance. What my friend calls the Newcastle Monkey Dance, which I'm sure at some point I'll put a video of me up doing it. It's ridiculous. But yeah, good and I don't know, a bit like umpire band crossed with a bit of metal and a bit of folklore telling type. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of ska, ska punk a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, and here I come with a da- Danish group that's kind of melancholy with Lampshade, one of their longest songs, by the way. <laughs> but Ooh, I, it. yeah. Hey, you didn't say the name of the group. Bro. Oh, Kashmir, with Lampshade. I I remember right. which which song I picked there for because that's my favorite Kashmir song. But uh, uh, there's something about Lampshade that surprises me every time I listen to it. Because I have listened to it many thousands of times. It's that it begins so softly and ends up with a rock and roll song. Do you, do you understand what I mean? It goes from really yeah. soft to not soft at all <laughs> at the end. Right. And then it goes yeah. down again. It has a build to that song, and the lyrics in that song are one of the most like profane uh, <laughs> songs I know by Kashmir. Lampshade. It's oh okay. Beautiful. I was like, yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. All right, down to the vote. Uh, I guess I should probably go first on this one, huh? Uh, no. You should let me and Taylor vote, and you are going to have the deciding vote. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. Tell me, what are you going to vote for? Avenge Sevenfold. Ah, 
and I'm going Clearly. to pick... Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to pick Kashmir lampshades. <laughs> Strange! Yeah, it's not going to that. <laughs> and I guess I'm going to go with Kashmir as well. Really? Yep. Yeah. You liked it that much? Surprisingly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kind of reminded me of... Um, Somebody I can't think of right now, but it, it reminded oh, me of uh, a, a few different songs that I can't really put my finger on, but I enjoyed but it. But it, yeah. it begins the da, 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 and it's just guitar. Uh, did you listen to this song like more than once? Because it begins just with guitar, and it ends yep. up with all the in- instruments. It's so oh oh I love that song. Okay, sorry. Uh, and then we have Ennio Marcone. That's me, right? Uh, this is the Ecstasy of Gold. It's from uh, obviously the good, uh, the bad and the ugly soundtrack. I love that. If anybody's ever seen that movie, so even if you haven't, you still know the yeah song. You yeah, you probably it. heard it maybe in a commercial or something. You've heard it before, definitely. Yeah. But uh, it's from a really famous scene where they're running around the graveyard uh, at the end of this movie. And they kind of, it they have the Mexican standoff and it's just a classic song and it's something that it gets me pumped up. So it's a good song. It is a really good song. The Used. Diddly. That was me. I can't remember which song I put up. <laughs> good. Now I've just. <laughs> you two need to write your stuff down on paper. Well, I, well, I wrote your guys' stuff down. I wrote which bands right, I put down. But, yeah. I was definitely going to remember which song it was, but this has just confused my brain. Was it you guys listened to it? <laughs> was it The Taste of Ink or maybe Memories? It was The Taste, it was of, taste ink. of Ink. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. This song has so many different links for me. This whole album does, to be fair. So I didn't know which one it was. Um, I've met these guys. I've met the singer and the guy that wrote all the lyrics to all the songs twice. And he remembered me the second time I met him, which for me was amazing because it was years in between. And he still remembered me. And when he first met me, I was like, I can never forget you. You're amazing. What are you on about? And then, yeah. Um, This song was one of their, I think it was like their first release, really. Mm. And... I don't know how to describe it. It got me into the emo music movement thing before all the teenage posy children got on top of it and became <laughs> it became fashionable. It was sort of I, I was a metaler, but I didn't want to dress like a goth and I didn't want to dress like a lot of the other metaler girls that were in a, their boyfriend's T-shirt and a big pair of baggy jeans. I wanted to be able to wear colour and do things and feel crappy, but be able to sing about it sort of thing. Yeah. It reminds and me of Blink-182 a little bit. It yeah. It has a very a little, similar sound. But a good version yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. No, well, there's, good, guys... there's good Blink-182 songs and there's bad ones, but yeah. yeah. Well, these guys, they're from um, Orem in is it Utah. Yeah, Utah. And they're basically, there's no venues where they're from. There was nowhere for them to oh, play. One of I them know. was homeless at the time. Yeah. Singer had just come out of prison um, and sort of found music. And all of a sudden they sort of snowballed and 
they've never sold out they've never with my chemical romance that they sort of helped bring oh. my chemical romance in a bit then my chemical romance totally sold out and the youth yep. just went nope nothing to do with them anymore they've sold out and done what we said we never will do and they still haven't now do you like, know I, do you know that guys. this is big in ex-mormon circles really Yep. Yeah, Utah, so that makes sense. Yeah. This yep. is a really popular band in ex-Mormon circles in Utah. That's why I heard about them. That, that would make sense. Yep. And that would be why they didn't have any venues, because in yep. Utah, yeah. there's basically no... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nowhere so... to buy alcohol, nowhere to go to bars and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. No, they just used to hitchhike and go to the cinema and stuff. That was all, all they could do. <laughs> Luke, what are you going to pick? Uh, I'm picking mine. Yeah. Oh, strange. Ecstasy of gold. Uh, Silly, I'm picking what are you? mine. Oh, what are you going to pick? My one. The east. Do you know this what? is going to get much harder in a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what? I'm picking the used as well. Yeah. I love that song. And the crowd goes wild. I, I would say Wax that right there was a uh, that was the underdog winning for sure for me at least in my opinion. <laughs> Well, yeah, compared to the soundtrack from The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, they're right. pretty iconic. Yeah, but I loved that song. I just loved it. I uh, bought their album on iTunes this week. <laughs> Yay! Which one? Um, don't... Uh, the, where, the, uh, where the song was. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay. The first one. That's one yeah. of the best ones. <laughs> okay, AK-12000. Twelve hundred, but that's close. Um, yeah, this was a song by a band originally uh, called uh, Cleveland Lounge, and this is a remix yep. done in uh, the early two thousands, I guess it would have been, mm-hmm. by a drum and bass DJ named AK Twelve Hundred. And I don't know, it was one of those songs that, like, when I was in college, it was something I listened to all the time. So it's one of those kind of iconic songs in my life. So. Uh, yeah, it's called Cleveland Lounge Drowning, AK-1200 Remix. Yep. I picked Alanis Morissette Perfect. I remember that as well. Did you? Listen- and I'm not going to be able to choose between those two. Did you listen? We listened to all the songs, bro. That was the point of the yeah. task. Shut yeah. up! I was going <laughs> point. Bastard. Uh, I love Luke, and Luke loves me. We are happy together. Right, yeah. Um, we are not enemies. Uh, um, did you hear the lyrics to Perfect? It is so incredibly hard to listen to. Like, I, I find the lyrics to Elena Smurset Perfect one of her most difficult lyrics to listen to. But, uh... Definitely. Like, if you try a little harder, we would love you a little more. And yeah. I, I, I was that kid. I, I never felt like I was perfect. I never felt like I could like measure up to what was, um, like demanded on me. So this right. this song has a really personal meaning for me. So that's why I and it's a pretty it. iconic album as well. Like, I love uh, that album. The Jagged Little Pill yeah. album was pretty. Yeah. That's like when you think of '90s albums, that's definitely in there. Yeah. So. 
It's, so, it's the album I grew up on, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Luke, what are you picking? I'm picking mine. Oh. AK-1200. Do you know what I'm picking? I'm picking mine! <laughs> so, Tillo, again. Right. Well, I've actually, I wrote down sort of kind of scores of okay. sort of where I'd put everything before we did this. So right. I could be a bit better. And the um, Cleveland Lounge, a.k.a. whatever it is, remix. At first, I wrote, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> the way it starts. I hadn't taken my anxiety medication and my heart started beating in the same way that it, it was. Because <laughs> of the buildup. It, like, starts really, <laughs> yeah. really minimal and then just and it, builds up. And it up. gets yeah. really intense, though, because it's just there and right. But then I ended up... Like, sort of realised it was drum and bass once it all kicked in. Started raving in my kitchen for the entirety of the song, which then nearly killed me. But because of the feeling like I was going to have a heart attack, I knocked it down from a 4.5 to a 4. And I gave Alanis <laughs> Morissette perfect 4.5 because that song is... It's, even though I don't... My parents were brilliant and never pushed me or were oh. like this at all... I could still connect with it of how horrible it would be. Yeah. And I've seen parents like that. And I'm oh. always, you know, even as an adult, if there's somebody being like that, yeah. I'll go and talk to their child quietly and be like, it's okay, you know. Yeah. So it, it has to be Alanis. But I do love the other one. Uh, I love Al- Luke's Alanis pick, Morissette. but just by like their whisker. Yeah. Alanis Morissette, uh, if you want to see the reality show that's based on that song, you should see that Toddler Santieras. Yeah. That's kind of... Oh, oh, hell yeah. I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you you see what I mean, Luke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, okay. Then we have the semifinals. Oh my gosh. Uh, Evanescence against Set Sentry. I guess I will go first and say Evanescence. What are you going to say, Luke? Yep, I'm going with mine, says Sentry. <laughs> Again, I'll go from my original scores. Evanescence got 4.5 and Seth Sentry got 4. Oops. So, Evanescence. I did really like Seth Sentry, though. Yeah, Seth Sentry. A lot. Treat, treat, cults. <laughs> treat good. Treat cults, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so sick that I'm speaking Norwegian. It's okay. <laughs> it just sounded like you were from Yorkshire then. You were just saying it's treat good. <laughs> Ah, uh, no, Dreet Kult, I said. That means it's really awesome uh, in Norwegian. Uh, See, I could have understood that. Yeah. Sonic Boom 6. Uh, Tilly. Against Kashmir. What are you picking? Well, um, obviously. SB6, baby. The kids of the multiculture. And I'm picking Kashmir. Kashmir. <laughs> uh, um... Uh, I like both songs, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Sonic, Sonic Boom 6. Okay. Yeah. Yep, because I think it's... Um, I like the message a little bit more, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're good with their messages. Uh, the used uh, Tilly against the Lannis Morissette. <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh. 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 <laughs> Uh, you have to... I've, I've got to go with the used. I have and, to. And I have Sorry, to go. Alanis. Yeah, and I have to go with Alanis. I don't know what to pick on this. I 
Um, wow, this is a real toss-up for me. Uh, I guess I'll go with Alanis. Okay. Yeah, because that's more from my childhood, and I actually owned that album when I was a kid. So I think that's going to be the deciding factor right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy to have two of my uh, picks in the finals. I have zero. Right. I yeah. didn't do very well in this. It was no, close, though. You lost. No. no. He lost every one. No, his... I had one. I had yeah. one in the semifinals, yeah, but one, yeah. I have a little bit of obscure taste, so there you go. And okay. to be fair, it was by a smidgen, though. Yeah. I did like Seth Sentry and yeah. the Cleveland Lounge one. It was just going up against Evanescence and Alanis oh. Morissette. So we have Evanescence versus Sonic Boom 6 versus Alanis Morissette. Oh my god. Uh, let's say... Can we decide on one without doing the matchups, or do we want to do the matchups? I can decide on one. Okay. Tilly, what do you think? Can you decide on one? Yep. I can decide on one. What's yours, Fro? Because let's start with you. Evanescence. All right, mine was an Evanescence, so let's do the matchups. <laughs> All right, I'll do the matchups since I don't have one in here. Evanescence versus Sonic Boom 6. Is it Sonic Boom or Sonic Bomb? Sonic Boom. Oh. Boom. As in, like, the noise when you go right. through the speed limit. The Sonic Boom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I pick Evanescence. Uh. I'm going to go with uh, Sonic Boom 6, I guess. Yeah, SP6, SP6. Yep, and you're picking Sonic Boom 6, I guess. All right, yeah. and then next uh, we're going to do Alanis versus Sonic Boom 6. I'm picking Sonic Boom. All right, and I'm picking Sonic Boom as well. So I'm gonna think... And me. Yep, all right. <gasps> then we have... That means Sonic Boom... Six wins. Yep. Yep, because there can't be another one. Yeah. Nope. There can't be another one. Oh my god, I'm going to email them with this. Well, as soon as this is up, I'm going to message them. Be, hey guys! But I, we, <laughs> we won! I made yeah. you win a competition, yeah! <laughs> I really want to know who would win against, like, between Evanescence and Alan, uh, Alanis Morissette. So. Alright, let's do that one for fun. Yeah, alright. Yeah. Could we please do uh, that? Because let's start with you. Let's start with you, Fro, since it's your... Oh, oh, wait, no, let's start with me. We'll start with me. Okay, yeah. And I guess I will say... Um, I go, I'll go. i go Alanis. For the same reason. Taylor. I know I... With my little numbers thing, I'd actually given them both the same. Yeah. But... It's got to be Alanis. Out of doing it's hard, but... I, I still want to hear what Fro thinks. I would say Evanescence. Oh, Okay. I love Interesting. that Interesting. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. But I think, sort of, as, as Luke said, with yeah. Alanis, that album, I've grown up yeah. with it, and that song was probably one of the first songs I listened to that grabbed me uh, with the lyrics. Yeah. So, yay, Sonic Boom 6, Kids of the Multiculture. I think I... it's got a good message for the show, also. Oh, yeah. so that oh definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep. I loved it. Uh, I would say that uh, the only thing I'm a little sad that didn't come uh, longer is Kashmir and uh, Damien Rice. Yeah. Hmm. From me. Yeah. What's your two picks? 
that you would love to see in the finals look? Uh, probably, um, I guess probably Nirvana and Seth Sentry, probably, yeah. yeah. And you have Sonic Boom, what else would you like to have in the final? To be honest, I would have liked for Luke's Cleveland Lounge, aka whoever what thing, remix. I I would have liked for that to have got further. Yeah, Yeah, that would have been a good one too. Because I did, it did get me raving around my kitchen, and it's been a long time since completely sober. Like I've, I was literally just eating my Lucky Charms because I'd not been awake long, and it it got me going. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, because, I want to go party now. Because <laughs> when did you awake today, Tilo? <laughs> um, when well, I woke up just as my phone had stopped ringing, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I, I believe it was my niece trying to call me at just after five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But I had insomnia last night. I was up till like half four or five in the morning. Uh, have you seen the movie, Luke? Yeah. Um, I saw Zoolander 2. Ah, fuck! Why don't I come first in this round? Oh. <laughs> Why, is that what you saw? I was thinking maybe you had seen it too. Yeah. Because I knew, knew it came out uh, DVD recently. So I saw it uh, well. What did you think, bro? I freaking loved it. I think it's underrated. I think I thought it was alright. I didn't think it needed all the celebrity cameos. Oh. I think a few would have been fine. But this show was like, what, two-thirds of the cast was celebrity cameos? Not but, necessary. But so. his, 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 uh, um, uh, the funny, the most funny... Uh, cameo was uh, by the one that plays 24. Right. Keith Sutherland. Keith Sutherland. Keith Sutherland is in a harem, and it was really funny. All the jokes with Keith Sutherland was really funny. Uh, yeah, I thought um, there was one other cameo I thought was be- that was funnier, but uh, I can't remember what his name is right now. Justin so. Bieber. But yeah. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, that one was all right. I didn't. I started it and I was going, "What is this? The same movie I'm supposed to be watching? What's going on yeah. here?" But yeah, Justin Bieber. Uh, I thought it was all right. I thought it was funny, and it it definitely had its parts. Uh, what would, I would say it's not as good as the first. Oh, no. I think that goes without saying. So, but it, it was better than I I was like uh, waiting uh, uh, it to be. To be honest. Right. There was some so, really silly special effects in there that, I don't know, were they trying to make them look bad on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. So is it worth watching it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I've been tempted by this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's cool. fun. It's, it's definitely something you could sit down and have fun with. So. Oh, yeah. Have Good. you seen any... It's what I like from a movie. Any old other movies, Luke? Uh, no, that's what I saw. Well, actually, uh, I started a movie this week, but I didn't finish it. Okay. Because it was so bad. So I guess I'll <laughs> say this. Uh, I started the unauthorized biography of Full House, which is a Lifetime movie. Mm. It was awful. <laughs> so sounds, I didn't finish. It but. sounds a little like the film I watched this week that was the sequel, and I'm not fucking kidding, uh, to uh, Sound of Music. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Uh, Why did they do that? <laughs> I have no clue. It's horrible. I don't even know where that would go, but all right. It's horrible. 
Tilly, have you watched some of No. Oh. I've just watched lots and lots. Of, I've watched like four movies worth of TV shows. <laughs> Tell me what else you saw of TV that you haven't mentioned now. Um, oh, right, Celebrity Juice is back. Yeah. So that's been hilarious. Loads of funny antics and things. Um, there's been a new super vet where he's... Um, I can't remember which animal it was. I know Vet on the Hill as well this week. He um, helped out a lovely little collie that had been left in a cage for Aww. the whole of its life. And he fixed it so that it could walk properly again because its back legs had been sort of fused because it had never come out of its cage. It always had its back legs bent and it was covered Aww. in its own muck and stuff. But they fixed it and they um, sorted out his coat and everything, got him healthy again and made it so that he could walk on his back legs without being in tremendous pain constantly mm. so all kinds of stuff loads of stuff on channel four like the all four I think it's called yeah. all four but it goes um, goes a little it goes a little together with the trailer we're doing this week of yeah kenu 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 say the actor's name keanu reeves bro kenu there you Here's go the <laughs> red band trailer for that so this is K and Teal from K and Teal. Nothing fame. makes sense anymore. Are you okay? Yeah. Daisy broke up with me. I've never actually seen it until I watched Why this. Why does this look exactly like the beginning of Grandma's house? Oh wait. That's... Maybe it's well, just all the same houses. It's gonna be okay. You're right, Clarence. I want you to meet Keanu. Oh, see, that's what everybody no. needs. You have a breakup <laughs> and then you get a kitchen. Why is your door open? Keanu. Keanu! <gasps> I'm sorry. Something about him yelling Keanu is inherently oh, funny. Up, I'm here because my place got yeah. broken into. Has anyone shady come by here? I mean, the 17th Street blips. The 17th Street blips. Okay, where are they? 17th Street. Let's just go. Some, some slightly funny bits, but maybe not hilarious. Yeah, 17th Street is not a very accurate address. Then we really are in trouble because you sound like John Ritter all the time. Well, I beg to differ, nigga. Went straight to the N-word. The N-word! It's the Red Band trailer, so they say the N-word in the Red Band trailer. And as we all know, the N-word is neighbor. Yes. Oh, and their little gangster fight the kitty. He's got a do-rag on and everything. I like Method Man. I am not breaking the law. We just feed him some bullshit about New Jack City and we get Keanu. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was, that was funny. Yeah. The cat running. The little slow motion action scene with the kitty. I need you. Shit, what'd you think my idea of fun was? Why are you talking to me like that? I, I talk like that sometimes. Why you drive this weak ass van? You wanna never get pulled over again? You drive an inconspicuous family vehicle. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was ridiculous. Yeah. It looks so off the top. I love the trailer though. That was one of the best trailers I've seen in a while. What the fuck is this? Oh shit, niggas! This my shit right here. Freedom! 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 Got to get! 
definitely looks like it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I love that trailer. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Keanu! Something tells me the trailer is better than the film, but I will say the trailer is amazing. Yeah. It has a rotten tomato score of 77. That's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Keegan, Megan Keane, and Jordan Peele stars in a in a comedy as two friends posing as dr- drug dealers to get back a stolen kitten. That's the movie info. Yep, and it got a seven point one on IMDb. Also, so those are pretty close together. Kind of strange, actually. Uh, that makes me think that something's up whenever yeah. the rotten tomatoes and imdb are almost the same i kind of go hmm <laughs> and you got I like some high ups in, in in stereo as well so that was good uh i picked uh, scott nash from the three movie buffs and he gave it a three out of four and he says all through, I never seen a complete episode of the sketch show Gay and Peel. I have seen several of their sketches on YouTube, and I always found them fun, funny. And he tells a little like about the the book and like the story. Uh, and but he, he, I wanted to end, uh, read the ending of his review, and it says maybe not every joke works, but enough of them makes the movie worthwhile. There are uh, already rumors of another KMP uh, film in the works, and if they can uh, maintain the quality of this one, I say bring it on. I also uh, wouldn't be surprised or upset to see a sequel to this one. So, he liked it. Hmm. Gave it 3 out of 4. Tilly, where did you find your uh, review? On Rotten Tomatoes by somebody called V for Vendetta. Okay. Uh, they've they've given it five stars. Oh my gosh, but... it's finally happened. <laughs> this might <laughs> but... be the same review as me, but go ahead. <gasps> Does it start with not enough cats? That's the same review I found. <laughs> <laughs> I did find another one. Okay. Can... I'll, I'll but the, the weirdest you, part got... is I found that review on a place called Flickster. I didn't oh. find it on Rotten Tomatoes. Somebody is going around That's posting strange. the same reviews on different websites. Was it on May the 3rd? Yep. <gasps> strange. Maybe it's just going around just copying and pasting everywhere. The funny thing was I, I found um, at this website, Flickster, I was looking at. It had a lot of actual reviews, and then it had reviews that you could tell were from people trying to boost the score. Just Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. This is probably one of those people. Okay, read all the Maybe. reviews you found, uh, Tilly. The other one I found on Rotten Tomatoes by Eddie Carmacho, 760. Give it three and a half stars. It says, Keanu was a good movie overall. Had some major plot holes and quite a few jokes were weak. Other than that, a good first time movie for Key and Peele. No. Uh, it's not as good as the one that Luke's going to read. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, this one's from somebody named V for Vendetta, which I was going to say is a horrible name a username to have on a movie review site when you mm. think about it it's it's a username 
that's a movie title on a movie website. That's confusing. Yeah. But um, it says not enough cat <laughs> with a big exclamation point in capital letters. It says, while I enjoyed this film, the trailer makes you feel this movie is basically about a cat. It's like the movie Drive, where everyone thought Drive was an action movie, yeah. but it wasn't. Keanu is misleading to make you believe it's about two guys trying to find their cat. While this is true, I left with a feeling that we th- that we were used and uh, wait, that we used the cat to get you. Uh, I guess he, what he meant to say was, I felt they used the cat to get you into the movie theater, but the cat was only part of the part of the first ten minutes and last fifteen minutes of the movie. Oh, okay. Have you? Yep. Thought- so it's kind of a swerve, I guess. Yeah. Swerve. Swerve. <laughs> Have you thought about uh, 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 song, Tilly? Oh, the, do you know what? Our podcast has been too interesting all the way through for me to even remember that I was supposed to be thinking of something else. Okay. <laughs> Think of Music Master while me and Luke are doing payback results. Okay. Payback was. Really, really, really good. And there is one problem because Tilly has all the results. Well, yep. not <laughs> not the actual results, but the I've results the... of our actual competition. Yeah, yeah so. I've got what we said. But I'll go through the matches. Um, I guess we'll start with Dolph Ziggler beat Baron Corbin. And we all said Corbin. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Zero points. Kalisto. Sorry, go ahead, Fro. Yeah, zero points to us. Zero points there, yeah. Uh, yep. Kalisto defeated Ryback for the United States Championship. You both said that and I didn't. So I got a point. Yep, me and too. And Froze got a point. Yep. yep. Enzo and Cass versus the Villains. Do we want to talk a little bit about this? I guess it yeah. was sad. It, it was worrying. It's... Uh, this was the first time since me and Dick have been together that he's come into me when I've not been directly watching. I think it was in the kitchen. And he was like, Tilly, 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 you've got to come and see this. I think this is real. Like, yeah. <laughs> and was really worried about Enzo. Yeah. I was even, for a second, I, I, before they showed the replay, I went, okay, this might not be a real, it might be a way for them to just end the match. But after the replay, I went, oh, this is a legit injury. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what happens is uh, that uh, Enzo is thrown uh, out of the ring, but on his way out of the ring, he hits uh, the ring uh, apron. Ropes. Ropes. Yeah, ropes. And yeah. uh, he hits. Uh, he gets whiplash, more or less. Right. Yeah, he smacked basically... his head, uh, back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It looks... But it was sort of face to ropes, then Horrible. head to apron, and then back down onto the floor again, where he's yeah. knocked out. Right. Yeah. And and we get to know on Monday Night Raw that this means that the Vaudevillians uh, have moved on. So you two got that right, and I didn't. All right. Uh, Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn. Luke, you got that point. All right. So I'm up one. Uh, Miz defeated Cesaro for the Intercontinental Championship. Did we call that? Yes, we did. Uh, you guys said Miz. I said Cesaro. Right? <laughs> this is like, right now, between me and Fro, it's like Hillary Clinton versus Bernie Sanders. It's like tied, tied, tied. And I'm just here, taking this goal again. I was wrong. I yeah. was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> You're the O'Malley of this competition, apparently. Um, Dean Ambrose defeated Chris Jericho. 
Yeah, we all said that. Yep. Yeah, that was one of the other ones. Okay. Uh, Charlotte uh, beat Natalia. Uh, for the women. You were the only team. one that said that, Luke. Up, oh, I'm yep. up too. We said Natty. Yeah. Um, and then Roman Reigns obviously won, uh, beat AJ Styles, uh, to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Which is what me and Luke said. Fro said AJ. So you're up three, All right. Luke. You won. So I win. Yep. Win. You can pick whatever topic you want to. I think Fro won't like that I want to pick this, but I want to pick the Church of Euthanasia. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I said to you that's one of the few churches I don't want to do. I told you that before. Ugh. Well, maybe I can think of something else. But no, can... it's okay. We can talk about it. I just find it completely depressing. Uh, yeah, it actually has its funny parts in kind of a oh, yeah. weird way. It's so. really funny that people want to kill themselves. Uh, I guess I have a sore, I have a sore, uh, like, uh, kind of heal to it when, when, when one of my diagnostics are suicidal. So I guess, I guess I have just a little, like, problem with... People with... saying that it, that should happen? Yeah. Right. So. I think it all depends, though, because I, I have part of my diagnosis as well as suicidal thoughts. And right. But I've always said that if I ever had, if I was diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that, I'd more than happily go to Switzerland and end it rather than put my family through that. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you because I would yeah. probably not remember that I was suicidal if I got dementia. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, Stop being interested. I'm trying to think of rubbish songs. Oh, yeah. Luke. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think... I, can I change that? Can we talk about something different? Okay, sure. Because, well, I don't know. We could talk about that, but I was thinking maybe we should talk about The Secret. Well, yeah. Oh, I want to talk about The Secret. Okay, let's do The Secret instead. If, maybe someday we'll get back to the ch- Church of Euthanasia. But it is a little depressing and it, it's a little weird. People look it up if you want to, but we'll yeah. talk about the secret. The secret, and we'll find a place for that in the future. So, Ooh, I love that book. I read it. Uh, let's talk about something uninteresting. Look, how's the weather? Uh, it's a little uh, gray today, to be honest with you. Yeah. How is the temperature? Uh, medium. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a mild day. Uh, is it many skies where you live? Uh, I think you... I've thought of one. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt this uh, amazing. Thing. I have no idea where Fur is going, so. I, I was, I was. She said, "Stop being interesting. I have to think about the song." And I started. And it works. The weather. Oh, okay. So you got boring. Right. And now, yeah. yeah. I was like, I have no idea where we're going with this, because no. I was like, how do we connect to the path? <laughs> I, I was dragging out time so Billy could think about the song. <laughs> right, yeah, got and it. I have one. Okay. Right. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. Huh? It says the song Mr. Blobby by oh. Mr. Blobby. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Something tells me this guy only made one song, but that's fine. Uh, he did a whole album on this. Oh. oh my All god! Right. 
And listen to this. The song originally peaked at number one on the UK singles chart on 11th of December 1993. That was my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Now we know. All right. Yeah. Till it's so <laughs> Yeah, this is what I grew up. This is what was going on around my birthday. <sighs> uh, I mean, it looks like one of those things that you. He looks like one of those things that you like squeeze and their eyes pop out. So. Yes. He was. He was a character on a TV program called Noel's House Party. Yes. That was on forever For, as we right. were growing up. It's it, cool. It, so it, that'll be next week. It went so long in England that it came to Norway. That's how long it came. Mm-hmm. Went. What, like reruns or like the newer stuff that came there? No, no, reruns. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Because we... we... Yeah, it was very... I, I miss Noel's house party. It's a guy called Noel, and his house was called Crinkly Bottom. <laughs> I remember that. Okay. Mr. Blobby was this annoying character that used to come in and like push people into gunge and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had that album to learn. Ha 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 Why? <laughs> I didn't buy it. I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still had it. Uh, tell me, uh, did you? Yes, right. How, how far are you in the path? Um, I think about as far down it as I could be. <laughs> uh, have, so you watched, far. Have, have you watched anything uh, from the beginning? Have you watched it from the I've, beginning? Yeah. Yeah. I re- went back, rewatched all of the first, well, the first five, and then yeah. the sixth one. Yeah. I watched when it came out. Okay, good. So you, you yeah, so I'm caught up. Yes. Good. Just about. Yeah. Still a bit confused, but, you know, I think we're supposed to be. But you're less yeah. confused. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense now than it did when I just watched episode <laughs> five and went, what? <laughs> what is this? Uh, I'm stalling because my notes of the path won't come up for some strange reason. Path episode six. And we start with Eddie's wife uh, visiting Cal at the hospital. And we see <laughs> Cal being... Uh, pretty beat down. <laughs> he didn't look good. No, <laughs> they no. Good. It, they did some good makeup on this dude. I will give them that. Yeah, it looked like he'd been there for at least a day or something, because he was all like, oh, yeah. uh, at least, uh, a, a, it seemed like he was a bit healed up, but he was still beating the crap out of you. Yeah, I we see kind of a romance moment between Eddie's wife and, and Cal, wouldn't you say so? It seems He's like it. Yeah, so many. He's, hold- he's holding his wife. Then we have a time hop. We don't know it's a time hop yet, but we have a time hop. I'm not so sure how long in the future we jump, but we jump. Uh, we will. I will give you the clue why I say that. Uh, and it's kind of funny because Eddie and his wife is talking about organized religion in the car and how much it is stupid because uh, they don't want uh, the, uh, to take uh, referees. Refugees? Refugees. They, well, refugees. there are some uh, Hispanic families that are going to be sent back. Uh, their kids are going to they're going right. to be split up from their family. So. And uh, now we see Cal, and we see that he's all okay, almost. Well, healed up, yeah. So definitely we've jumped yeah. jumped in time a little bit here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Then we see uh, uh, a kissing scene. 
between Hawk and his girlfriend. T-I-S-E-N-G Kissing Sorry? That was funny. What? Why was that funny? I'm pretty sure that's not how you spell kissing. Oh, I know. Anyway, carry on. They were hawking... Yeah, then we see the police showing up on uh, the girlfriend's uh, parents' uh, door, where Hawk is, and they say they have to evacuate uh, the house. Why? Did you understand why? Oh, yeah, because she wasn't... Remember at the beginning of the show, she brought him over because the bills were not being paid? Well, the yeah, bills still aren't being paid, and now they're taking the house. So Then we see the most awkward uh, car trip in the world between Eddie and Cal. Uh, um, and they are going to a uh, motel uh, to try to find who? Allison, right. This is Allison. the same hotel we've seen before. Uh, yes. Yeah. And we see Eddie's wife meditating and having kind of weird sexual dreams about Cal. Uh, then we see Hawk coming into his mother's uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, meditation, talking about her uh, girlfriend. And the girlfriend is is there with her family in in the uh, compound. Right, she's like uh, right outside the window. Right, so right. he's like, "Well, they're they're already here." And, like, just points out the window. Yeah, so he he uh, let them get into the path movement, into myurism. Well, at least into the compound. I think they said earlier. Remember to the uh, he said to the FBI guy, "You have to like, um, you have to say certain vows to get into level one or whatever." Like before yeah, you that, have you're to not, do, yeah, you have to do things before you're allowed to take your vows as well. Like you have to do so many, so much of this, and it sends them all out with flyers and stuff. Oh, they? They right. They have to do That's that right. before they even think about taking their vows. Which is what Mary is doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, then we see Cal and Eddie uh, looking around in the hotel room, and uh, they don't find. I'm never going to remember this girl's name ever. It's called a blonde girl. <laughs> Allison. Right. Uh, but Eddie goes out on the veranda and he sees her on the veranda. I don't know how she knew they were coming, but apparently she just knew right then and was she, able to get out she, there. She smelled it. Well, uh, Motels, you the... can hear through the walls, can't you? If somebody walks along that little bit in front of your motel room, you know. Yeah, maybe too. she was paying attention, yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. if people were trying to kill me. <laughs> uh, me too. Uh... Uh, they're not trying to kill uh, her. They're trying to help her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Eddie definitely questions Cal here. He's kind of like, how do you get the the key to the hotel room? <laughs> like, <laughs> how are we... Like, he knows something is up and this is weird, so... Then we see the FBI, <laughs> FBI guy. Uh, that's hard to say for some. Oh wait, is this where we find out that she stole forty thousand dollars? Yeah. Yes. This is the scene. Yeah, 
And this remember yeah. last week I was like, how is she paying for that hotel room all this time? Yeah. Apparently this is why. She stole $40,000 from, I guess, Cal when he was in San Francisco, is what it sounds like. Yeah, right. either, either Cal or just the movement somehow. She's Yeah, but in the first episode, Cal said he had come from San Francisco to this, remember? So maybe uh... not, but yeah, I think it's connected. Uh, uh, then we see yeah, the FBI guy being at home uh, talking to his wife. About their sick kid and every trouble they have. Then we see uh, the wife of Eddie uh, with the mom of Hawk and the kids uh, Ashley. of This is uh, Ashley. the girlfriend's mom and then Hawk's mom. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And we see their kids and they talk about uh, uh, Myrism. And they talk about the ladder. Do you think the talk... kids want to play with the little weird meditation box thing? Is yep. that what they were yeah. talking about? Okay. Yeah. And they call it the uh, M machine. And we found out what IS is uh, standing for in this episode. By yeah, a little. Well, much later, I guess. Towards the end. Yeah. Later. It wasn't ignorant, Saul, but it was close. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Uh, bad jokes. Uh, yes. Uh, then we see Cal uh, talking to one of the followers, and he suddenly looks sicker. I was like, are we jumping back in time again? Because here he looks like his eyes is is more like hurt. Didn't you think so? I didn't clock it. More hurt? I thought he was less hurt. Oh, I I think he looked like more like blue under the, his eyes and things like that. But maybe it was that he was inside and yeah, the um, lighting might have been different. Yeah, lighting be, be different. But uh, this curly guy, we we really we really don't know anything about. Uh, he's just a lackey. He we saw him earlier. Yeah, yeah he's one of Cal's lackeys. It's not important for us. I think he helped carry out the uh, rich kid out of the mansion. So, yeah, yeah. Um, then we see uh, Eddie and the wife uh, talking about uh, having uh, the parents of uh, Hawk's girlfriend there, and we see <laughs> we see their kid uh, also uh, kind of uh, having fun with them and. And I was like, "Are you fighting?" And and I have, I have to bring up a little story. Like my mother and dad said, they never fought. We are just discussed uh, discussing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not fighting. We're just having a discussion right now. Yes, and uh, you don't fight throwing knives and like <laughs> uh, uh, like uh, appliance. On each other, parents. That's not uh, arguing. That's fighting. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Cal tells the black guy that he needs to go to Denver. Was oh Denver? right, uh, you're you. Uh, we were yeah. Uh, <laughs> we leave the bedroom scene and we go back yeah. to the compound. And Cal comes in and you. I'm pretty sure he was going there to see Mary for what we saw him do before. 
mm-hmm. with Mary. But which very odd. Boing. Yeah. Which, uh, but we find her with the black guy, uh, who we find out his name is Sean. In this, I guess, <laughs> not important. <laughs> We're never gonna say it again. <laughs> but... <laughs> but yeah, so he basically comes up with some random thing and says he needs to send him away. Obviously, because he wants Mary and he doesn't want this guy to be with him, with her. Yeah. So. Even though he told her to go and be with him. Then... Right. Yeah. He doesn't he... think he's jealous, and he wants to deny it to himself that he's jealous, but he is. Yeah. yeah. Poor Mary. Yeah. I really feel for Mary. Uh, I've seen episode seven. Um, <laughs> Do you not feel for anyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> no spoilers, bro. Okay. Yeah. I feel more for her. Um, oh. uh, then we have... Um, I so want to spoil episode seven. I lost my cue. In the uh, we were uh, right after. We were where uh, Cal sent the oh, black yeah. guy to. Yeah, send him away. Uh, Eddie and his wife is having a discussion in bed about. I, I, my handwriting on my computer is really bad. That's why I can't read it. Did you get that? My handwriting? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Uh, I'm here all week. Uh, then we see <laughs> Cal in uh, the barn. About, and uh, Eddie's wife is coming in. and Oh yeah, they talked about uh, what uh, he um, and Cal did together in the motel. And the wife is uh, really angry at Cal. He's she's super angry at her. Him, him, him. Yes. And they have a big argument. And she goes to um, um, the, the archive. Yeah. To find uh, Cal. No, she's looking for 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 uh, um, papers on Allison Camp. Oh, right. A- after she went and saw Cal. Yeah, okay. And uh, uh, but uh, she also gets paper for uh, Tessa. That is Hawk's girlfriend, right? No, I have no idea who this is. But, oh, because no, no, I was. Is it not Hawk's girlfriend's mom? Maybe it's Hawk, Hawk's girlfriend's mom. Yeah, maybe. Ah, that's Tessa. Okay. I'm sure the that. girlfriend's name is Ashley. So, and I, oh. But I don't know why Hawk's girlfriend's mom would be in their system. So, well, uh, oh wait, can't... no, I do. I remember what this is. Okay, this is the files on people who uh, were in the religion but then got out. So this lady is just some random lady who got out of the religion. And we're going to find out who this is later. Now I remember. Okay. All right, okay. Uh, then we see Eddie with uh, the blonde girl that I can't remember uh, the name of. Allison. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, and in this scene, are... I think we find out that Allison's Canadian because she says sorry like five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. yeah, she's sorry. It's about... It's about... Time. 
Yeah, uh, and I uh, talk about what happened with uh, his, her, her, oh, with her husband and things like that in the religion. Or at least what she knows about it, yeah. Yes. Uh, then uh, we go to the FBI guy um, uh, talking to uh, the Parents of Allison, right? No, it, it it is the parents of of the killed guy. Yeah, of Allison's husband, right? Of Allison's husband. Sorry, that's close. And and I think it's Allison's fault because she brought him into the religion, so they are blaming her, right. more or less. Yeah. Then we see Eddie's wife in. Uh, the car with uh, this uh, um, file, file on, where it Tessa. says deny her on. Right. This is the Tessa Armstrong file from the, that you got earlier. Right. Yeah. Right. And we see this Tessa with some children. And then we see some Hisaic juice. I love this shot. It was like the lady comes out of her house and the kids are following her and she runs down there the kids are running down the sidewalk and the camera's going with them as you know as uh as she as she's watching them and then the camera kind of pans back as the Hasidic Jews are walking the opposite way so it's uh, it's kind of it's playing with the the camera and religion all at the same time it's cool right and uh, she's breaking into this house of Tessa uh she's looking for something it was just kind of open. I don't know why her house would just be open like that, but yeah, she just walks in. And uh, she smells the food. <laughs> was that strange? I was like, why is she smelling the food? I well, I got what they were going for here. Yeah, she she's kind of she's no she was born into that religion, so she's never been on the other side of it. Right. So she's kind of she's this is her getting her first taste of the other side a little bit. Yeah, she's trying on her makeup, and she's being a creep. She's even peeing in the bathroom, and uh, then she looks in her medicine cabinet and sees a lot of, like, antidepressive and things like that. Yeah, like, sleeping aids and things like that, yeah. yeah. I don't know who would have this many drugs in their cabinet, but wow, yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised uh, how they back up. Yeah, but oh, she, yeah. she must be pretty messed up, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you can come and visit me. Uh, <laughs> you have to do a tour. Come and see all of my medicines. <laughs> yeah, come and see my medicines. Uh, then we see Eddie going to Cal. Um, and uh, Eddie says, if this breaking in this motel is what is this religion is about, I'm out. <laughs> More or less. Uh, and he like goes out there with a, like, if you make me do something like this again, I will fucking go away. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we go to uh, kind of uh, my wrist meeting. This is a family of? dinner, like at at uh, Eddie's house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they talk, and we see the guy with the joint, like he. He needs to be high all the time because he always has has a 
joint in his mouth. Yeah, at least every time we see him in the show, he's never he's I, never not had a joint. Single time. He reminds me of the... Julian with the drink in Trailer Park Boys. He just yeah. always has the drink in his hand. Yeah. Then we see the black guy packing and getting angry at the white girl. Uh, I I can't remember her name now. Suddenly. Uh, you lost me. You have to say this again. The, the black the guy. Girl. That's together with. The oh, black Mary! Guy. Right, he's Mary, getting sent Mary. away, and Mary yeah. doesn't want exactly. him to leave. Right. Right, because she kind of get this, is getting feelings for him. Yeah. Doesn't she want to go so, with him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we see the FBI guy brushing the thief with his kids. Then uh, the FBI calls the FBI headquarters and gives his report, more or less. And uh, then we go back to the family dinner and. Uh, we they talk about like supporting each other and things like that, and we try. We see that this dinner is kind of rec- is it kind of a try to recruit people dinner. <laughs> well, I mean they're there, and so they're just yeah. talking about what they talk about at these dinners, which is I mean we've seen these dinners before in the show, and they, all they talk about is Meyerism. So right. inevitably, it's going to come up. So I guess yeah. But you see that uh, you see that uh, uh, the uh, uh, the mom of Hawk's girlfriend has a problem with this. Then we see the coolest poster uh, whatsoever that Cal is watching. <laughs> I was like like this has to be a poster with uh, the guy that's uh, writing the three last. Right, this is, yeah, it's a picture of Steve. And, uh, yeah, and it actually, and right that, before this in the dinner scene, that's where we found out what IS stands for. Oh, and it is? Uh, ignorant Systemite? Yes. Is that what you got? Is that what you heard, yeah. Tilly? Ignorant yes. System- I looked up systemite on the, online just to see if that was an actual word. I don't think it is. But on Urban nope. Dictionary, it says, any devoted fan of the popular metal band System of the Downed. <gasps> so. and I'm, a, I'm a systemite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to be an ignorant uh, and, systemite, it'd be quite hard to keep System of the Downed. That looks like uh, L. Ron Hubbard says, leave your troubles behind you. The Myers and Cal is watching it. Uh, and then we see Cal sitting in a car, and we don't know where he's driving. Right. Well, um, I mean, he's reading the poster that said that, and then yeah. he jumps in the van and he takes off. So, you know, he's just yeah. following what he thinks Steve wants him to do, I guess. Uh, then we see uh, Hawk and Eddie talking about uh, how worried his mom is for him. Then we see Cal... Uh, preaching in front of uh, the Meyerists and uh, some visitors and he talks about what Meyerism really is. Well, yeah, he role... d- he, it's definitely a preacher speech, you know, yeah. yeah. And that they have to matter for people around them and uh, that's why he he has uh, kind of seen the light. And then we see Hawk talking to his girlfriend, 
that's uh, kind of angry because uh, she thinks it's a religion because uh, everybody uh, but the Myrist are going to hell and uh, Hawk can't really say against her and uh, she cries and uh, do you know what you do to make a girl quit crying Tilly? Uh... You fuck her. <laughs> well, In that could work. I was going to yeah. say, that. the Heimlich maneuver apparently works really well as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's random, but yeah. <laughs> Just shocks you into not crying anymore. <laughs> yeah, so they have sex in the car. Oh, that, that'll do it. That'll cheer you up. Yeah. Although, was she not a virgin? Because that wouldn't have cheered her up quite as much as she'd made out. He was a virgin, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah I think this was, more, this was like kind of symbolic of Hawk is now officially said this religion is bullshit. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this religion is bullshit. Let's have sex. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Typical teenage wait. response. <laughs> wait for next episode. Mm. Um, then we see uh, Cal bringing out uh, you remember those uh, people that uh, we were talking about that was searching uh, rescue in a church well he has bring them to the Myris moment and everybody claps and are happy because uh, Cal has bring them there oh the refugees right yes. and the, yeah. the thing is the government wanted to send them back and the church couldn't do it because uh, there was so much pressure from the government the church couldn't keep them there because the they were going to get yeah. in trouble with the FBI, I believe. And so and the now the Myers have taken them. So what we basically have now is a situation where the Myers are going up against the government. So, Yeah. Do you want to guess who's winning? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we see uh, bread eating uh, thing. Uh, Cal and uh, Eddie's wife are talking together and it's awkward and then we see the FBI guy talking to Eddie and we see Eddie looking at his wife being worried and he's kind of looking around him the um, seeing the Myris are ha- happy f- people then he sees like a flashback to the thing where he, uh, his wife is having sex with Cal, and we see him kind of turning his back to everything and walking away, and we go to black. We missed something somewhere, because you, we found out that something about Steve that we didn't know before. I'm not really sure where. Okay. We found out that he has pancreatic cancer. That's what we found oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, because of the... Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you this. It turns around the, the next episode. Oh, my gosh. But uh, that we will talk about next week. Have you read your book finally out, uh, Luke? Yep, I finished Helter Skelter this week. Uh, I only had a little bit left, so it was pretty quick. I only had, like, 45 minutes to get through, but I did some driving, so... and yeah. Could you give me an overall score? Of books I've read? Um, I don't know, maybe like a seven or so. It was fun to read all the way through pretty much because there's just interesting things happening the whole time. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
it was a little long, but uh, overall it was good. Yeah. Yeah, seven out of ten. Yep. Uh, Tilly, have you read anything in the books I gave you? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I've um. You know what I'm like with audiobooks. I find it very hard to yep. listen to them, especially that one because it's just rude. <laughs> it is rude. And I can't have my headphones uh, on for too long because my ear rolls hurt. Uh, I read uh, Jane Austen's Manfield Park because it's free on Audible right now. Uh, if you buy the book on Audible uh, on Amazon for free, you get the audiobook for free. Uh, and um, Manfield Park is 14 hours and 30 minutes, but you have to be an Audible member. And how do you become an Audible member, you ask? Well, you could go to Audible trial slash another digital citizen, as Tilly says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Or yeah. we can give, send is... you the link for it if you find us on Facebook, yeah. which is just another digital yeah. citizen on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wanda McCannon. So it's just, I, I'm done with it. I, I really don't care for Jane Austen. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like British classic literature is kind of boring, and yeah. especially Jane Austen. But Manfield Park was uh, actually a, a good listen. Yeah, I did. I like the the book didn't cost me a single thing, so why not? Yeah, if you want some yeah. British literature. Try James Herbert. He's not quite as old school. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, James he's, he's British. Yeah. I like James Herbert. Oh, I loved him. I was so upset when I found out he'd passed away. And then bang yeah. on a year after he'd passed away, one of my mum's friends, who's also an author, came up on Facebook and said, it's been a year today since we said goodbye to you, Jim. You were my really good friend and I miss you. I was like, yeah. I didn't even realise until a year after his death that one of my mum's friends knew him very well and I could have met him. Oh my god! Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, one of like the the favorite. Oh, the favorite death I I try to bring up is uh, is always um, oh uh, the one that uh, wrote. Uh, 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 oh, oh, oh. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm bad at thinking. I have fever. I'm surprised you've lasted this long. How are you feeling? I, I think I would be dead uh, if I'm I was feeling in your shoes. Hot, hot, hot. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're 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 soon done. We're we're talking about next week that Luke's needs uh, to change because we're not doing the best song ever tournament again. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we're not. But <laughs> other than that, all the same, all the stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but nobody anyway, I, will know except for Fro, but that's fine. <laughs> I had to say it because I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we are covering news of the week, of course. But uh, we're talking about an interesting theory next week. We're talking about Hollow Earth theory, right? Which we've colored, ho- covered Hollow Moon theory and Flat Earth theory, but this is yep. Hollow Earth theory, so different. Mm-hmm. Because very, very it's, interesting. Not, it's nothing uh, beneath the uh, skin of the earth, Tilly. It's empty. 
Oh, yeah, it's Journey to the Center of the Earth. If you've read that or seen the movie, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Tilly, what song are we talking about? <laughs> Mr. Blobby by Mr. Blobby. And uh, we are doing another digital review of Captain America Civil War. And we are doing a very different episode of The Path, episode 7. Excited, yeah. Yeah, can't wait to see it. Some of us haven't seen it yet, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I so want to talk about it. Hello, shut your face. (laughs) It's really hard for me. To not destroy anything, but yeah, uh, uh, I I told Luke like this episode it means that we are just having one season, and Luke mm. like, uh, no, you said that about the leftovers. Yeah, you and were totally like, adamant there was not going to be another <laughs> season of the leftovers. But so. and and I I'm just saying watch episode seven and we will talk about it. All right, yeah. Next week, that's next week. Uh, it's goodbye from cold Norway. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 